disagree with everything I said. If this is different than you've ever thought before because you heard me say it, then that's that's better than nothing. Because at least you paying attention. You know, at least you recognize that. And some people don't. Why is it so difficult for people to have that understanding about life? That you can't just you can't just walk through it and expect, you know, um, the obvious to happen or sometimes, you know, those little dreams don't come true, but you can't give up on it. And I'll share a quick story with you. I got a friend <clears throat> who is five foot even, right? And if you're familiar with Victoria's Secret uh, catalog, they their models have a, a height requirement and I think even a weight requirement. And she literally was doing like stuff like hanging weights by her ankles to try to extend her body back in the day because she was she wanted to be a Victoria's uh, Secret model so bad. And I'm just like. I understand and I respect, you know, like your passion about this, but it doesn't mean that's the only way you become a model. It's just working for that company. Right. And she was like, but how can I do it? Only models have to be this and that. Like you can create that for yourself. And she was very discouraged. So me being the person I am and me caring about this person I decided to reach out to a couple of vendors in the in the uh, fashion industry, and this was a very difficult thing to do. And they ended up putting me on with like some local dress designers and stuff like that. And I'm like, look, I'm trying to do this for this person. You know, what are the channels I need to like, you know, rent some dresses and stuff for the day? <clears throat> and you know, they put me in touch with some people. I found the venue. And I set up a model shoot for her specifically. I got a photographer. I got um, I, um, uh, somebody who like, you know, in the fashion world who does like the dresses, like this assembly and all that. Because like apparently you got like stitching some stuff. I don't know. It was all new to me. And I helped her fulfill a dream. And it wasn't by Victoria's Secret Standards or whatever other magazine standards, I helped her fulfill a dream and I helped her look at life a different way because just because someone else's standards are stopping you from fulfilling a dream doesn't mean you can't create your own or go another path. And I think a lot of people get stuck on that, like a standard way of doing things or a single-minded way of doing things. And that's not what life is, you know? If, if you were a dude <clears throat> who uh, can't be monogamous, right? There are all types of options for you. You don't have to, you know, find a good girl and then go out and find you a, a couple of different side checks to fulfill that need that the good girl isn't giving you or, you know, she's not meeting that, the, let's say, the number of sex you want to have during the week. Like, do you know that there are women out there who think just like you and are looking for somebody to also fill that quota? 
Like these are the people you should be with or working together with, however you want to put it. Like you just have to put in that effort and stop trying to um, implement your way of thinking in someone who isn't built that way. Like, honestly, you can, you can, you can make that happen. The only thing you have to do is put in that effort because the way life works, anything that requires work that you don't do, you don't deserve it. If you want to be married, marriage is, is work. And if that's not, if that's not something you're never willing to work for or fight for, then you don't deserve it. You know, if you want to hit, go to the NBA, oh, that requires work that you never even could fathom. And if you're not willing to do a third of that, you don't deserve it. So, you know, stop complaining when uh, you get exposed or you get put in a messed up situation or, you know, you feel like you're losing everything because of the decisions you made. You try to take the easy way, and that's not that's not what life is. Don't get me wrong. There's some people who are born with silver spoons in their mouths, and they come out being decent people. But that's not always the case. I would rather grow up the way I did than to have grew up with a wealthy family. Don't get me wrong. The upbringing probably would have been excellent. I probably would have a different um, education and a different view of the world, yes. But to know what it's like to survive, to know what it's like to, you know, grow up humble and to understand and respect what um, the power of wealth can do is a whole nother thing. Because I can say I could I could honestly have that mindset if I grew up in that world or in that life. So I appreciate my humble beginnings, you know, and I look for bigger and better things. But let's say I hit the the lottery, right? Or somehow I get blessed with a few billion dollars. What? I will probably end up giving most of it away because I don't need a mansion. I don't have a family. I don't, I don't do big ass parties. Like I, I don't do cars. I don't do jewelry. Like I, I would I would be like one of the most boring billionaires ever according to society standards. But <clears throat> I have my own mind. I, I don't care about what the next person thinks. Like I would literally want to uh, start programs to help homeless people get off the streets and stuff like that. Like there was this dope um, system that was in my area um, probably like 10 or 12 years ago where, uh, this group of dudes started this house and they, they own like nine pieces of property. And what they would do is they would set people up. And these are all people who wanted, uh, college, uh, college degrees. So they would give them the opportunity to, uh, you know, live at this house for a certain income, you know, pay, pay just a, a low rent or whatever. And it would be six people in the house. So six people would go to work while six people were in school. And when the, I mean, uh, three people would go to work and three people would go to school. And when the three people in school finished, then they would switch up and the other people would get a chance to go to school. And they, and they did this like continuously. This program worked for like four years and then 
Uh, one of the founders had died and some money issues happened and ended up shutting it down. Like, I would want to implement something like that. Something that's allowing people to not have to struggle to get from point A to point B in life. Like, think about all those people <clears throat> who left home by like the age of 16 or 18, right? Like, if you were like me, I couldn't wait to get out the house at 18. And back in that, in those times, like, you know, I was making $10 an hour. So the apartment I had, you know, I was getting by. But if I knew better, I would have stayed home till 21 and stacked my bread and then went out and made like, you know, six months worth of payments. So that way I wasn't like living check to check. But you don't have that mindset when you're when you're a teen and parents don't teach you that, especially if they're the type of people that, you know, <clears throat> feel like they did their job by 18 and they no longer have to teach you those things. So you have to, you know, figure it out on your own. Like you understand that mindset when you get older, but you also realize how messed up that is. So a lot of people don't even get that. A lot of people just think, you know, struggle. That's that's just what life is. You don't have to struggle. That can be a part of your life. Yes, it can be a life lesson. It can be something that will make you stronger, but you don't have to. And not only that, <clears throat> the people around you don't either. I remember when I was like 23, 25, and I would go to the grocery store and I would see people I went to high school with living on the street. And I'm just like, yo, what happened? And they would tell me stuff like, oh, you know, I got put out at this age or, you know, something happened with a job and, and they wasn't welcome back at their home or whatever. <clears throat> and sometimes, you know, these shelters, depending on how it's the program is set up, they won't let you. Um, be there during the day so you have to come back like you have to leave from like eight to three or eight to five or something like that like it's literally just a place to to lay your head at and get a meal you know get a shower and cleaned up some places you know help you get a job they give you access to internet and even provide rides and stuff like that but it also depends on where you stay at so it's kind of messed up when you when you go to the county for help uh you know you get a number and depending on how good, you know, the people are or they care about their job is whether you get help, you know, at a decent time. But until then, you out in the streets, like surviving, like that's what life is. And it just boggled my mind that, you know, you could have somebody that raised you or gave birth to you that would, uh, you know, that would allow you just to live on the street. And beg or whatever. Now, don't get me wrong. There's some family dynamics where living on the street is better in comparison to staying in like a, a toxic or traumatizing house environment. You know, those do happen. But if that's not the case, you know, don't make that a self-inflicted wound. Some people's pride is just too strong, and they don't they don't want to go back because they feel embarrassed or whatever. Like, hey, man embarrassment happens it took me it took me a long time <laughs> to understand that you know a, a, a woman turning you down or saying no isn't world shattering it isn't heartbreak like it's it took about 
you know, maybe 500 no's for me to shake it off and not feel some type of way about it. Because, hey, that's that's life. You know, the worst thing, the worst thing a woman could say is no. Right. And I think one of the worst no's they can give you is like, you know, like, no, it's not your kid or, or no, I won't marry you. Like, <laughs> Oh, no, come to find out, yeah, what I gave you is real. You know what I'm saying? Like, th- those are the worst no's. But doesn't that make the yeses all more worth it? Like, I don't I don't think it's necessary to, you know, put, put all your chips in one basket, um, especially when it comes to important life decisions. But I also believe that People, you know, they 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 let their emotions sink into every every aspect of their life, and it's really not that necessary. Like honestly, so I don't think that <clears throat> I don't think that people even you know realize that they do that, and that's how they end up in those messed up situations. So, what do you do? What do you do? Especially if you don't realize you're doing it. I can't I can't speak for anybody else that might be listening or might end up hearing these words, but I know for me, I I I try to put out as much as I give in. Like all I receive. And I I treat my conversations like the world is listening. And not that I'm hiding anything or trying to prove myself to anybody, but, you know, earnesty is something that is just a part of my core foundation. And I might not always be correct when it comes to like certain little facts or things like that. But I'm honest with what I'm saying. And to some people like, okay, what does honesty give you? I'm just, I'm keeping it real. Like, I don't know how to be anything else. Like, I'm not that good of an actor. I'm not going to hold, like, I'm somebody else or, or play that role. That is tiring. Who has time for that? Who has the energy to keep that up? I'm not that good of an actor. You know, so call me whatever, ignorant or, <clears throat> I don't know, whatever title you want to call me. But I'm going to keep it real with you. And sometimes the fact that you don't have people around you that really keep it real with you is the reason that you keep falling into those, you know, plots or people keep, oh, you feel like um, you feel alone or empty or, you know, this, this, this displaced baby. You know, sometimes you could you could feel comfortable in a place for years, but it's really an illusion. You know, almost like a veil you threw over your eyes to, you know, uh, hide the fact that you were doing something that just because or it was like a security blanket or whatever. Like, I don't I don't really think that that's I don't really think that that's necessary. And for real, for real, sometimes people do that and they hide from their own selves and they too scared to confess that out loud. Like, 
when you when you can when you can honestly like you ever try to have a conversation with somebody that you know is going to be like emotionally gut rich in and it takes a while for you to build up that courage and you get like this nervousness in your gut like that's one thing but certain people do that about important things that they should take care of like all the time and they they run away from feeling that way when they have to do those things and that's something you have to overcome you can't be like a parent or a husband or or a wife and be nervous to bring that up with your life partner you know somebody you decided to exchange vows with in front of God or somebody you you help create that's now breathing and living in front of you a little version of yourself like you have to overcome that and if you're having trouble with that you should tell somebody so they can help you get to that place everyone struggles no one's no one's you know uh no one comes out the womb a fully realized adult ready to take on the world and perfect so why can't you why can't you just you know admit that to yourself and this this is coming from someone who had to had to do that work you know i was at a point where i realized that <clears throat> it was something that i used to push away like the whole um you know Black people don't go to therapy thing, right? <clears throat> and I'm not trying to, you know, advocate therapy to anybody or nothing like that. I'm just saying, in my life, I realized that I was emotionally stunted due to the way I was, um, you know, raised. And <clears throat> whenever you... Life or something potentially that could be, you know, uh, long life lasting, you know, like a relationship or something like that. And that's not cool. And people don't even realize that they're in that position. Like, think about it. Think about, let's say you live to the age of 40, right? And when you were a kid, those emotions you had were being pushed down or, or snuffed out slowly but surely because of something in your environment or in your household. And then 35 years later, you find somebody and you're messing up. And this person is very special to you. And by the time you realize that the reason you were acting this way or doing these certain things is because you loved them, but you didn't know how to express that or show that like that's crazy that's crazy i was talking to a friend of mine the other day and she was trying to argue me down about how men have the same ability um or can be as sensitive as women right and that's not nothing that i'm denying yes that's true 
But if you grew up like I did, right, and you were told to boss up, man up, keep that keep that in check or hold that in or whatever, right? You're gonna you're gonna have a different um emotional strength compared to a girl. And to me, in my opinion, women's emotions have been hitting the gym since they were little. And a guy's emotion might hit the gym once every five years, depending on the situation. It's different for everyone. So by the time, you know what I'm saying, it's time to run that marathon. Oh, a girl can do that. You know what I'm saying? They got their outfit. They got their water. They got their headband. They, they done ran that race before. The dude's in the gym with jeans on. Drinking an energy drink or some dumb shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, they not ready because they new to this. And I'm not saying it's, it's all cases. But in cases like, you know, people like me, that's that's the case. So, <clears throat> you got to realize these concepts of life before you just go in thinking that, you know, a person is built one way without... You know, it's it's basically the rule of judging a book by its cover. You know, I never, I try my best to never assume about anything, but it doesn't mean I can't be curious about it too. You know, not that I'm, if I ask a question, you shouldn't get offended. Like this is, this is me trying to, you know, um, answer a, a qualm or a notion, you know, I'm just naturally curious. You know, I don't want to be the cat that end up going missing because, you know, I want to check something out. Like, that's what life is. That's 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 who we are as human beings. We're naturally inquisitive. You know, <clears throat> there are people going around who are, I think, um, are kind of wasting their time trying to figure out the meaning of life. Right. Because think about it. Let's say some cosmic entity or being tells you the meaning of life, right? Don't you think that there's just going to spawn more questions that that become like this infinite loop? Like we we know how that works, right? That's like saying if I told you aliens are real, like if someone asked that question, is it are alien real? And I say yeah, and you're gonna be like, oh, well. If that's the case, what do they look like? Why are they, you know what I'm saying? When did they visit? And, and, and what planet are they from? Or, or whatever, whatever. And that's kind of a joke on itself. Like, you can understand that. I think a better question that people should be asking themselves is what's the meaning of your life? Like, have you figured that out? And maybe that might be a clue of why you feel puzzled or, you know, why you feel like you're missing something or you never felt fulfilled. Like, think about those people who, like, <clears throat> who end up having a job for a long time, but they're just good at their job, but they've been doing it for so long, but it's never really what, what they wanted to do. Like, they didn't envision themselves being, like, you know, nothing against, like, postal workers, but, like, a, a, male, a mailman or whatever, right? Like, 
they're good at their job, but it's not what they want to do. So have you have you ever thought about that? Like, like what's the meaning of my life? And and me finding that meaning. <clears throat> am I supposed to help someone? You know, is that going to complete me? Is it to raise a family? You know, is it to be the best skydiver that ever lived? You know, is it to climb Mount Everest? Is it to become president? You don't know unless you try and find out. And, you know, sitting there twiddling your thumbs or working that nine to five, feeling like a number isn't going to really help you. And there's nothing against people who work nine to fives. You know what I'm saying? It's necessary. It pays the bills. And and to be quite honest, there are people who are good with just that. Be being content. And but that's not everybody is all I'm saying. It's the people who who know something's not right, who haven't quite figured out how to get out of that is who I'm trying to reach and who I will hope hear this. Like, okay, you know that, you know, everyone can't be an artist. Everyone can't be a basketball star. Everyone can't fulfill a certain, you know, quota in life or not, not a certain quota, but, um, you know, a, a certain position, you know, there can't be, uh, I mean, it, it can be a million astronauts, but it usually doesn't work out that way. So. I think that self-identification is really something that should be like implemented in like school, like through life skills or something like that. Like, think about it. Like we've been preaching for a few years now about teaching like financial literacy, um, you know, in the public education system or in the educational system, period. Right. But what about those things that the parents don't teach us? Like, are we implementing that? Like, if student education is key and children are the future, shouldn't we be doing everything to really help them instead of trying to pump them into the corporate machine? Like, I'm so glad that I never went to college or or at least finished because I would be sick if I got my degree and became an accountant and ended up doing what I'm doing right now, I would be sick that I would still be possibly paying that, you know, whatever my student loan debt might be. Cause I just in my particular situation, I wasn't getting no uh, scholarship. Football was dead for me, but think about it. People with business degrees working drive through at McDonald's or Chick-fil-A or something like that. If I if I went to law school and I ended up becoming a bartender, I'd be pissed off. Not only at myself, but the world for pushing that rhetoric on me. You know, now it's some people who can't get the jobs that they want. That's understandable due to whatever circumstance. But I, I had a friend of mine who who was a district manager for 7-Eleven. And she was trying to be promoted and they ended up hiring a college educated dude 
um, to take the promotion she was shooting for. And then they had her train him. And he ended up like quitting the position or, or failing out or whatever. And that was a punch. Not, not only was that a punch in the face, but it's like, damn, the place you should have put me in, the person you ended up putting in that position ended up failing out the position anyway. And that's the that's the distaste of working for a large corporation because they literally treat you like a number. And that's not cool. That's what that's why, you know, I'm, I'm so behind like the entrepreneurial uh, movement. Like, hey, never put yourself in that situation again. You know, some people don't understand what it truly means to be free. And for a lot of people, that's like one of the first steps. Becoming your own boss. But you got to find your niche. You got to know your market. And then you got to have a good strategy. Sometimes timing helps. But you got to know what you're doing before you jump out there. It's not as simple as getting the LLC and, you know, getting a few customers in, in a certain venue. Like, it's a lot that goes into that. Like, when you ask somebody, um, you know, are you comfortable with not collecting a salary for the first year or two? Like, are you ready for that? These are these are things and concepts that people don't consider when it comes to getting out there on their own. You know what I'm saying? And, and you know, making a, a legit living, you know, as an independent uh, uh, owner, operator of your business or whatever. Like, it's a, it's it's a lot that goes into it. That's another one of those things. If you don't if you don't think working for that um, is necessary or something you can't do, then you don't deserve it. But you got to do that. You know, you got to you have to work for what you want in life. And I hate to sound cliche, but that's what it is. Only thing that's given to you free. Is your name and oxygen. Other than that, you working for everything else you got.